I'm Molly, and you're listening to Zetus Lapidus, a Mammoth Club original podcast. What's up, all you witches and or warlocks? I'm Alan. I'm a witch. I'm Max. And this is Zetus Lapidus. It is the podcast where we watch every Disney Channel original movie or decom in chronological order and then spend way too much time analyzing them. This week, folks, we watched Twitches. How seasonal of us. Very seasonal. Spoopy. Mm-hmm. Especially when we consider that its release will be around Halloween. Ooh. The day before, in fact. Yes. Happy Halloween, everybody. Boo. I also... <laughs> wow, you really got us. Uh, the words cannot describe the terror coursing through my veins. You, you look scared. I'm very scared. I didn't know this, but Twitches is based on a book, a book series. I really thought you were going to go on a true story. (laughs) 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 Tell me more about that. that? (laughs) It it is indeed based on a true story. No, it is based on Twitches by H.B. Gilmore, which is a novel series. And it's T asterisk witches. I thought it was based on Star Wars personally. I actually think it's based on both Harry Potter and Frozen. Mm. Interesting. You know what? I can see where it would come from. The description of this movie is as follows. Two teen witches who were separated at birth and were adopted by two different families meet on their 21st birthday and must use their powers to save the world in which they were born. I submit to you a lot of that is Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Where their birth mother still lives. Hmm. Yeah. I submit that some of it is Harry Potter. Not that part, but we'll get into the Harry Potter sure. part. There really are a lot of common tropes here on it's this also crossover. Clearly, the parent trap. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Except for trying to make the parents fall back in love, they 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 are in a vested interest to not well, have their one's dead. One's dead. So. True. True. But spoiler alert: single parent. Go counter. ahead. Yeah, I was gonna go ahead, go ahead and tick that baby up. Go ahead and tick it right know, It's on been it. a minute. Has yeah. it been a minute since we, we did that? We haven't had a lot of single parents, and yeah, I actually no. think yeah, we kind of get two in this. We we do. You're well, not wrong. You're well, not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think technically we only get one, but we get a no parent counter. Yeah, it, it, prior to the start of this movie, it was a single well, parent. No, I guess I guess the best friend is probably we don't see her dad. We Maybe just see the best friend's dad. mom. No, uh, I know what you're referring to, but we're I, also I'm saying to. like ultimately the girls have one single parent, right? Ultimately, well, biological parent, biologically, yeah, right, yeah. But I was saying, I was trying to find one not connected to them oh no i think the one twin also had a single mom before that she did an adopted adopted single single parent yep and then i'm i don't know if it's not established that the best friend's dad is in the picture or not this movie was released on october 14th of the year 2005 and i've gotta know did either of you watch this movie as a kid i don't think so but i definitely knew it existed yeah primarily because the maori twins were pretty heavily promoted in the decom or in the Disney Channel, like Zeitgeist. Well, the sister, sister was out. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Which I is, mean, we've seen Taj a lot. Yeah, it's time for the older sisters to make an appearance. Was Taj in Sister Sister with them? I think he showed up sometimes, but he was on Smart Guy. Smart Guy. Yeah. Ah, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Smart, Smart Guy. guy. Yeah, I didn't see this either, but uh, same. I've I've long known of Twitches, mm-hmm. but I don't think I had ever watched. I'd never Twitches. watched it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have also not twatched this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Oh, Lord. The top song of the time was Gold Digger by Kanye West. Oh, that's wow. That's a bop. I'm now, saying this she's a gold digger. Hold on. Digger. Does that mean. Mariah it probably Carey's wasn't top film, but 
Ray had to have come out around this because. Uh, Ooh, good question. Because Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. does the Ray part uh, in that song. Yeah. Because he was, uh, this was like around the time of Ray coming out. Yeah, it, it certainly wasn't. Um, the the top domestic wasn't the top. It wasn't the top grossing. No, 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 no. It was not the top grossing. The top, gr- the top grossing movie. Wait, no. I think we should all sing. Never mind. A different part of Goldfinger. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you'll take. And she ain't messing with no bro. Yeah, <laughs> broke, broke. I'll say. <laughs> yep. The yeah, radio version. That's right. Now, now, I guarantee you. None of n- none of us knew what the top grossing film of this week 2005? was. Two thousand five. Two thousand five October. Can you give me some kind of? Uh, hint? Literally, if I give you any hint, an I would act- give it give away. Me an actor. I-, I will give you the uh, productions. I'll give you the distributor. It's DreamWorks. Shrek something. Hold on, hold on. Give me. Let me. Let me take a guess. It's a DreamWorks movie. Yes, it is. Is it animated? Minions. Um. No, it's not animated. It's a live action oh, dream. That exists. Uh, no, it's not live action. What? What? <laughs> it's not animated. Is it that chicken one? And it's where not where live play? action. <laughs> Are you suggesting CGI is not animated? Uh, it's not CGI. It's claymation. <laughs> what is it? Claymation. It is Wallace it's and Gromit. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. The Curse of the Weir Rabbit. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It was that or Chicken Run. I yeah. was like, I don't know yeah. how. Like, it's neither of those. I think I've seen mentioned. that movie. I used to really love Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, a I've very, definitely seen Wallace and Gromit. A very yeah. unique sense of humor in, mm-hmm. uh, for, for the that British. Yeah. yeah, which I was just like, I saw that I went, what? Okay, but I remember Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Sure. I didn't realize it was that successful, though, to top the box office. I mean, it's an October release. I yeah. bet there wasn't anything making crazy amounts of money. Sure. I think what got released around the time was like The Fog. Yeah. Mm. It's a lot Spooky. of horror films that don't do that well, usually. Yeah. Like, So I guess you're just going to go with a claymation British man and his dog. Yeah. And a weird rabbit in this case or we're rabbits it's the family halloween movie is what i'm hearing you Mm -hmm. say versus the spoopy halloween correct now i actually pulled up three news headlines of the time for october because in october there was like there wasn't a ton of super happy news so i found one that was uh october adjacent that is a little bit happier so in october of this year saddam hussein's trial begins oh okay yeah like that's that's happening uh, and there is a concern of the avian flu that is sparking oh, globally. The old, the old bird that, flu. Uh, leading the president to say that we would all have to be in a quarantine state should it reach the U.S. shores in mass. So a little yeah. bit of... Love how topical all of your news choices are, mm, Alan, considering yeah. it's almost 20 years later. Yeah, in October, 20 years later. Yeah. Weirdly topical. But in, in, in unrelated news to either of that, Hong Kong Disneyland opened to the public in September of 2005, which is just one month removed from this movie. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. That is nice. I would like to go to that one. I is also that, would. No, is it Hong Kong or Shanghai that has the cool pirates? Shanghai. Shanghai. Okay, so those are our news headlines of the time. Two that are weirdly topical even 20 years later, and uh, one that is just nice. With that, are we ready to dive into... Twitches. I'm ready. Okay. Twets twit. Twit. Is what? this just a new pig Latin? This is twig Latin? Twat? Twig. Yeah, twig Latin. Okay. The film begins telling us a story age as old as time, really. 
Darkness versus light. Also, the graphics. Stunning. Strong. Wow. Genuinely they stunning. Are strong. I know it's almost 20 years ago, as we just established, but I just like think of other movies that were out. Yeah. And I just then look at these graphics. Yeah. I mean, Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly what I was remembering. Yes. That is, that, you know what? That's the example that I was thinking like, of too, man. We, we have some Harry Potters out. And obviously the budget is much different on Harry Potter than yeah. Twitches. But it's just like. Okay, hold on. The budget of Twitches was $20 million. That feels like enough for some good CGI. <laughs> Chicken Little came out in 2005. <laughs> exactly. The high kind of, that's that kind of high quality production I uh also the incredibles oh okay actually good what we have here are these twins that have been born underneath the signs of the stun- sun and moon uh-huh. apollo <laughs> and apollo and artemis uh-huh. are their names uh-huh. uh, in reference to greek mythology yep we learn that darkness is threatened to overtake this parallel plane of coventry yeah and the only two defenders of coventry are Apollo and Artemis. Babies. 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 One day old babies. That's right. But they're they're yet still too young. They must be taken to safety lest they be overwhelmed. And who should come to rescue these children but Eliana and Karsh? Can I say something? Mm. So they take the babies. It's yeah. Halloween, by the way. Now they're holding sacks of sand. They, those are not children that these no, two people are carrying de- out of no, Coventry. They're, they're definitely Cabbage Patch kids in there. But um, they come to the babies who have been taken to like a chamber room. Sure. They've been laid on the floor. And they've been laid on the floor with nothing. Yep. They're, they're, they're swaddled. They're confirmed to be day old infants. Yeah. Born that just day. Put on the floor. Yeah. And these two people run up and go, oh, good they're still alive Mm -hmm. i was like i feel like if these are in fact the two beings that can bring lightness back to the kingdom would you not have a little more security would you not provide them day old infants a little more comfort than just a burlap sack and putting them on the floor they're under attack by the darkness darkness. it was a moment of peril they can't put them in a crib i don't really know why they got put on the floor to be honest or (laughs) or who who put them there i don't they're in their father don't worry i had to do a lot of research to figure out how this plot connected so Mm -hmm. if you have questions i've done a wikipedia dive it just was like oh we'll just throw these babies on the floor over here and hope they make it like yet they're the key to survival sure the unreal written story mm-hmm. is that Aaron, their unwritten father. Mean, what do you mean the unwritten story? The, I'm sorry, the unspoken story. Okay. The that unspoken comes from story the book. that comes from, yes, that comes from other oh, plot. Sure. Is that Aaron was attempting to defend them from the darkness. Sure. sure. And in doing so, he brought them as far as he could to a chamber of protection. Uh-huh. And gave them, the, as we see this, he gives them the last bit of his magical power. In their necklaces. Yeah. And then sacrifices himself to the darkness after yeah. giving instructions to Liana and Karsh. I believe it all. I just think yeah. they could have had a Oh, I, I agree. To, to, the, to the movie's credit, I don't know that it's important. Yeah. Like, I think that I, I got the relevant details. They're in danger. These two people took them away. It, and, and then we're going to find out, like, dad sacrificed himself yeah. to the darkness. Yeah, we find later. that out later. I, I think... To its credit, I probably don't need it, but you're right that it's muddy and like, why the fuck are they on the floor? Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's it's very interesting. Uh, The ultimate point here, listener, is that these two infants have been taken away by an individual guardian, one with Eliana and one with Karsh, to New York 
after going through a portal and they are then going to live very separate lives off screen for 21 years until we approach their 21st birthday. Now, I just don't know that a baby could live on the floor for like it was there for five minutes, Molly. All right. Maybe put a baby on the ground. I bet five minutes later, it's probably fine. It's swaddled. They couldn't even move. It was also what? a cabbage patch dog. What do you yeah. think is going to happen to I it? I thought it was much longer than that, actually. I thought it was like hours that they just like put nah. a newborn infant on the floor and were like, good luck. No, I think he I think he came and he was like, he put him down. And at some point he told our pair like, yo, take my babies and get them out of here. I, this is all happening in the moment of fighting. Okay. I, I thought it was like hours. No, no, no I think no, no. it probably also right. I think it's worth noting that the darkness looks like fog kind of or yeah, like, like stormy yeah kind of reminded me of like um the bad thing in lost if anyone watched lost like the smoky mm-hmm. the smoke monster the smoke monster yeah hmm i didn't watch lost but i, I did not heard about this I, I watched lost until it became about sm- i liked lost when it was simply about the humans that got in uh-huh. a plane crash yeah and it was a very good like each episode at the beginning was like why this person was on the plane. And Mm -hmm. it was very, it was like a very good human story. Mm. And then it started being very supernatural. And I was like, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I remember when the Wasson Alley approached when I was in middle school slash high school and there were kids doing like star chart math. And I thought to myself, if any show requires this much investment, I think I'm good. Mm. I think I'm set. In any case, Apollo and Artemis are taken to New York. They are set to live separate lives. I noticed one thing that I would like to point out to you, and I'm not sure if either of you noticed. Uh, We've already pointed out when they were babies, they had amulets on. One for the moon, one for the sun. Sure. Because when you put those two things together, that's the dad's... The, the, mom, the symbol of yeah. the kingdom, I yeah, guess. Yeah. 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 Now, when they have amulets as bebes, they are bebe-sized amulets. <laughs> Wait, do they grow with the humans? When they are human-sized humans, they are bigger amulets. Oh, magic. They they grew. They're magic They're amulets. They're magic amulets. I mean, I just wanted to observe, like, hey, these but amulets you, grew as well. Wouldn't you be thrown if you were the human parents, like the adoptive parents? It feels like a Hercules moment where, you know, you were wearing this medallion as a baby. Right. Like, mm-hmm. as opposed to they just had them on the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. But here's one thing that actually we should point out right now. The pacing of this movie feels very fast at the beginning through the middle. We have a minor slowdown and then it picks back up speed again. It felt very rapid fire to me watching this movie at the start. I felt pretty good about the the generally the arc of this film. Oh, I, I agree. I think, yeah, that's a flower I'm going to give this movie. As normally we talk about in DCOMs, they crawl. Yeah. A lot of times I felt like this movie was like here are witches they are here they're gonna meet like yeah. it, it, like a to b b to through. c c to d like yeah. this is where we're going i'm gonna talk about it more but they accept the fact that they're twins and so magic. fast so oh my god so fast like almost i almost want to fault them for how fast it is but then i think of every super, decom where i'm like yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god move faster for, than i just for every time i i had a thought and this is legitimately happened for every time i had a thought when these two met and they're like yeah we're witches this is totally normal i was like do i like this and i thought back to don't look under the bed where for the entire fucking movie yeah it, she she's, accept that yeah, it's a she's person. in the boogie realm yeah. and she doesn't accept it i think real. there's probably a happy medium yeah and probably there's a, a goldilocks that is better because yeah we'll get there but i i had the same of like jesus christ like yeah th- 
that's what you jump to? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have a Rolodex of my yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's establish some things about our, our, our pair. Uh, Apollo becomes known as Cameron or Cammy. Mm-hmm. Artemis becomes known as Alex. I kept them in uh, in all of my notes as Apollo and Artemis because I just didn't want to try to consider two names. I kept them as the other names, and I actually am annoyed that they didn't use names that were closer to. Yeah, the, I don't know where. Why the fuck wouldn't Cameron? Came Cameron. From. Why couldn't she be Paula? Right. Sure. <laughs> that's a that's a no. name. Paula does feel closer. And Artie. <laughs> and well, I think Alex is uh, like Alex fine. Is fine. Alex it's is fine. It's fine. It's an A name. But it's like I get getting confused when they'd use their fake names because I'm like. <laughs> but they each have a unique couple of traits. Apollo is always up with the sun, very very early. Artemis is always staying up late with the moon. Yep. Apollo likes to draw. Very, very good artist. Uh, often of uh, areas that are vivid in her own mind that she's able to replicate. Doesn't it bother you that Artemis is not the artist? God, they really messed, missed with some really, of this name. You will botch that one. Yeah, mm. they twist up there. Yeah, and uh, I have a fun fact about that, by up. the way. They talked up. They talked up. Uh, Artemis has the gift of uh, knowledge, we'll find out later, I'll just sort of spoil that now, where she is able to write and sort of predict and tell stories for a long period of time that we'll find out later come to be true. They both seem to have, like, the memories or the knowledge in their brains, though, because at some point, both of them refer to, oh, I used to tell stories of this as a kid, mm-hmm. or um, Paula drew someone, like, it, like, it, they both have it in them, in their yeah. souls yeah. and minds. The, the artiste is drawing things she's never seen. Yeah. That are real, like yeah. her mom or yeah. her twin sister. Yeah. And the writer is writing things that will or have happened. Yeah. Now, it's interesting that you mentioned this earlier, that you're like, God, it feels like the, the talents should be switched. Mm. Speaking of switching, when Tia and Tamara Maori came in to play their casted characters. They were actually cast in opposite roles. And then after reading the script and accepting the role, they did it on the condition that they swap to play the other character. Oh, interesting. Huh. I have so many fun facts about this movie. I love it. Can't wait right? until we get to them. But like, that's one of them. I thought right. I'm going to not berry farm with you. Yeah. Um, let me, let me get my first problem with this movie. Oh, yeah. Sure. And I understand that it's based on a book. Why the fuck are they 21 years old? Yo. Like. Cause Tia and Tiberi Barry look they could pass as 18. I, 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 I am I am unwilling to By accept. By DCOM standards, for sure. I am unwilling to accept that they couldn't pass for 18. And 21 just feels so old for the Disney Channel audience. I'll accept that this is targeted at a higher, at, a, yeah. at, a, at the older demographic for versus sure. a life is rough, right? But 21 feels so old. And also, I'm so aware of the fact that there's no alcohol. I thought that anywhere. too. Uh, the Any whole time at the birthday party, party, the whole time I was like, "This is not a 21 year old." Why are party. we 21? Like they were, they live at home. Yeah. Like, why are these girls not in college? Not in college. They talk about a which, major later. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying everybody needs to be in college, but like, they're 21. We're not talking about why we're at home on Halloween. Like, it's not a. It's not like I'm on summer break and I'm at home. It's like yeah. you're in the school year and yeah. we're at home. Uh, and they're we're never not, seen taking classes. We're celebrating anything. our 21st birthday and there's no alcohol anywhere to be. make these girls 18. Yep. It, that'd be so much easier. They're about to go to college. Yep. Sure. Who that, gives a fuck? It becomes Just a coming like, of age story and not a we're of age story. Like, I think that's such a, <laughs> what a nice uh, and succinct yeah. change. And they were 27, though, but. 
I do think they by decom standards you could pull off. You want to know another fun fact? I bet I, I have a I have an interesting tidbit written down. So Tia and Tamara play the daughters of Kristen Wilson's character Miranda in mm-hmm. this film. Uh, in real life, the twins and Kirsten Wilson or Kristen Wilson are only nine years apart. Hmm. Another fun age thing is that Cammy. Uh, we find we learn about their families, their adoptive families that they've grown up with. And Cammie's family is very well off. Correct. They live in a very big house. She has a Porsche. In Waverly. Now, here's Wizards my, of Waverly. Place. I actually asked myself that is well, these are witches that live in Waverly. Is this connected to the Wizards of? Is this be. the start of the DCOM U? The DCOM witch U. Mm. Got one could only hope. Um, but I saw her parents, and I thought her dad looks very young, and mm-hmm. the actor they have playing her dad is only eleven years older than them. Yeah, it's. I mean, the entire cast. Uh, first of all, the cast was great. I think that I thought it was thought it was just excellent all around. But we have, as you mentioned, Molly, Apollo, Cammy equals wealthy family. Artemis Alex equals has had uh, sort of a tough financial upbringing to a single mother who has died right before the start of this film, Three right before the timeline of the, of the film, which, and now Alex backslash Artemis is living with her friends. Um, so it's, it's, you're supposed to understand that they have been brought up in very different it, ways. It's a prince and a pauper. A hundred percent. Kind of a little yeah. bit. It's Luke and Leia. Um, the whole thing is Luke and Leia, you know, like it is, but two twins born have to be taken away for the safety of them. They are split up. Uh, they both possess magical abilities, uh, AKA the force. Luke grows up on <laughs> Tatooine with, uh, the, the moisture farmer family. Leia grows up in royalty. Yep. Um, it's Luke and Leia. It sure is. But both of them have a feeling you know, like the force, the force give you, like the yeah. force give you. They want to make out. That's something <laughs> correct. Yes, that's accurate. Nope, yeah, they, nope. they both sense each other and uh-uh. go, "I'm gonna fuck my brother someday." Nope, nope, nope. No, they don't. No, that happens no. in Star Wars. I've seen it. They do. They. <laughs> it's shocking. Chewbacca. She was kind of weird. Yeah. You went. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, no wonder he didn't get a medal. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Leia was like. Yeah, and it, I, got, it got weird, so you can't give him a medal. <laughs> he did not deserve a medal for no, his performance in there. What weird. happens? Yeah. She was like, "Why not him be a carpet?" I, <laughs> oh my like, god! <laughs> and oh. then, <laughs> Julie, come here. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> you, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then later's like time out. Later <laughs> time out. Later Han's like, what's in your fur? <laughs> why, is it, why is it crusty? What is this? It's crusty. I hate it. Thanks. I also hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. So that's what Star Wars say, is about. Yeah. God. I need a <laughs> Anyway, I agree. Why is his so <laughs> I agree that is what Star Wars is about yeah. though. Oh, it's just not, but boy is that funny. <laughs> okay. So, both of the twins in this story have a bad feeling. There's they think something bad is going to happen. They have a bad day. feeling about this? Well done. Yes. It is Star Wars. No, but Cameron doesn't. She thinks on the day of their birthday, 
uh, Alex has a bad feeling. Cameron is telling her friend Beth that she feels something great is going to happen to her. She, but this is Cameron is optimism. She yeah. is optimism personified. She has lived a posh uh, life and is totally optimistic all the time. That is an important character trait of hers. And so she has this feeling and is saying something wonderful is going to happen today. And they meet relatively quickly. And we find that it is the doing of their guardians. Elena, or I'm sorry, Ileana and Karsh uh, have independently been watching over these children as they've grown up. And now they are they're attempting to instigate their meeting. And it is set to happen in a shopping center. And this is where we enter with another fun fact. So... Apollo and Artemis, Cammy and Alex meet in a shopping uh, in a shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. This is the same way both girls meet each other in the first episode of their original show, Sister Sister. Oh, interesting. Oh. Is that a Parent Trap show too, where they didn't know they existed? Yes, it, I think it is. I think Sister Sister is Parent Trap. I think they split and then they make the parents live together or something like that. But I thought that was a neat a neat little fun fact. They also meet in a clothing shop inside of this movie. Can I tell you something that I... I gotta bring it up. It happens a lot in movies and television shows. And as a kid, I thought it would happen. As an adult, I know this is not how it happens. Uh-huh. How many times have you been watching something? And somebody's like, I need a job here. Oh my God. This and, scene. <laughs> and then they're like, no. And then they're like, please, I'd be really good at it. And then they do something to prove that they'd be really good yeah, at it. In like this case, compliment someone's com- shoes. Convincingly you know what? compliment someone's shoes. And then the manager goes, all right, I'll give you a try. And then they go, go do this thing right now. Yeah. And then that person's like, great. Did you fill out a W-9? Do you have an, I- do you have an I-9? Yeah. yeah. Or is it, or is it legally for you to work I just here? have always like... I W-2? Thought, Not I thought, done. I thought as a kid, you just walked up dazzled somebody and that's how you got a job and start immediately start that fucking second yeah and i'm like now as an adult i'm like there would have been paperwork sure there would have been i would have seen how much i was getting paid an orient yeah you would know your hope you would know your salary you would probably have some kind of orientation or like find out some benefits information learn some company policy gotta meet with hr there's no shot you're going yeah yeah exactly like nope but no she's just like all right, I'll give you a shot. Go hang those clothes up. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and before that work can get done, we have the twins meet cute. They meet and there is a, they have great coordinated gasps. I have to give them that. I also need to flower the movie again, <laughs> just real quick. It is very tempting in twin movies to do the, which one are you mm. bit too many times where it's like, like in this case, it's like, here's that dress you asked for. But oh, it's sure. to the wrong one. Yeah. And it's like, it's very tempting in twin movies to do that too many times. Yeah, that's true. I thought they did a good amount of like, yeah, we get it. We look the same. Like, yeah, I yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. it was a good amount of, of twin jokes. I think they could have been got like three of them, which is. Mm-hmm. You oh. get it right now. Yeah. You get it now where like the friend thinks she's talking to the other one or like the sales girl comes yeah. up and is like. Also, this is just my woman brain, probably. Um, it was very 2005 to make sure that the sales associate said, here's your dress in a size two. Mm. like good thing we pointed that out like of course that feels like an important piece of information to provide at this juncture so the twins meet there is some uh as max you mentioned earlier they have two different responses it is intended to be a dichotomy where (laughs) 
Cammy is like, this is so exciting. And Alex is like, I don't believe any of it, even though you look just the same as I do. Uh, okay, but can we just say... It is a fucking unhinged response to go, you look like me. We're twins. I, I actually <laughs> wrote down to myself. I said... Self? Self, what would you think if you ran into someone that looked 97% the same as you? Yeah. Because they, they're, not, they're not identical twins. They're fraternal twins. Mm-hmm. But they look obviously a lot alike. Mm-hmm. What would you do? And I'm asking that to you all. What mm-hmm. would you do if you were out shopping or somewhere and somebody that looked almost exactly like you... Mm-hmm. Ran into you. I'd be like, whoa, I have a doppelganger. Weird. Same. I'd probably be like, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. In no world would go, I have a secret twin. Yeah. We were separated at birth. Yeah. Yeah. It isn't like, actually, the mom literally says it later. She says, are you sure she's your sister or does she just look a lot like you? And I was like, yes, mom. Exactly. I mean, I get they are, but that is the right question to be asking. Because it's like... On How I yes. Met Your Mother, where they all look for their doppelganger, mm-hmm. and they find, like, Mexican wrestler Ted yeah, and, yeah. and uh, Mustachioed Marshall and yep. all the things. And it's like, I think I read sometime somewhere that, like, statistically speaking, there's someone else in the world that looks pretty much exactly like you. I would just think that I happen to find that person. Right. Right. There are, there are billions of people. Somebody the, looks like me. The likelihood that yeah. somebody that doesn't somebody look like me like exists, like, that's yeah. infinitesimal. Somebody is going to look like I yeah. look like. Right, and I would just be like, oh, cool. People stare at me and go, you look like Blake Griffin all the time. And I'm like, thanks. If it's Max, he goes, you sound like John Cena. <laughs> you do sound like John Cena. You don't look like him, though. No, no, I do not. He's invisible. Yeah, it's no impossible. It's impossible. We no don't one knows idea. what John yeah. Cena looks yeah, like. Yeah, right. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, last thing I wanted to say, I did confirm the plot of Sister Sister. It is Parent Trap, except for it's two adopted parents. It was twins ah. given up for adoption, and then instead of being adopted together, they were adopted separately, and then they run into each other alleged in a store, and then they make the adoptive parents live together. Is what I remember from the show. Interesting. As like a fun co-parenting situation well that's more of a social experiment than a tv show but all right i dig it okay so these two meet they end up storming out of the store after a a prolonged um exclamatory meeting eventually they hold each other's hands and when they do magic erupts forth which is also which is also (laughs) nice twitch is also nice um once again particularly cammy is like oh we're magic (laughs) (laughs) they just fucking jumped to it man they're like we gotta get to this plot so they are just going to accept that they're twins and accept that they are magic and we are not slowing down we got places to we gotta get them to a different fucking dimension we we gotta get past the easy stuff absolutely well like there if you think about the ground we cover in a day this movie takes place place in in a day in one day a singular fucking day you have to accepted that quick you have to suspend all disbelief in order to make any progress they they use a lot of like i've felt this way my whole life like Mm -hmm. they they lean heavy on well for 20 years i have known something or i've written something or i've drawn something Mm -hmm. and so i know this is all happening in a day but i've been feeling this way for 20 years like they lean on that shit heavy in this movie i just like don't think I would accept magic so A hard save. <laughs> I would be like, oh, my car's 
short circuiting. Right. I wouldn't be like, oh, those mannequins this. all stripped themselves of their own volition. That happens. Or someone else did it. So they have to accept that they are magical. They have to accept that they are twins. They have performed a little bit of magic. And now Cammy is inviting Alex back to her home. Because we have to introduce the rich versus poor subplot right now. We get back to Cammy's house. They walk inside. Alex sees the extravagance with which Cammy lives. And they start searching through, going through Cammy's room. And Alex uncovers Cammy's talent. And this is when they sort of share that feeling that you mentioned, Max, of like, well, I've already written this before. I've written these stories and Cammy's sharing. Oh, I've drawn these things. I don't know where they are, but they're very vivid. I don't know who that woman is. It's their mother, everybody. But it's a very vivid memory to me. Cammy then asks Alex to go and fetch something out of her second closet. And as she does, she opens the door and they are through a portal into Coventry. Prior to them going to Coventry, we have a cut scene, a cutaway back to Coventry, mm-hmm. where we are introduced to Miranda, the mother. Yeah. Thantos. Her brother-in-law husband. Her brother-in-law husband. Dude. It's fucking Game of Thrones. That got revealed here. later, and I was not ready for <laughs> it's, it. It's Game of Thrones. It Also... I mean, it's you have Apollo, Artemis, and Thanatos. Thanatos. Yes. Not I mean, Thanatos. I wanted to call him. No, no, no. Yeah. But Thanatos, Thanatos is, the, is God of death. the personification of death. So it shouldn't be a surprise. No, if you know anything about mythology, that dude's a bad guy from the moment you learn his name. From the rip. I don't know much about mythology, but I took one look at that guy and I said, fuck that guy. Yeah. Obviously the villain. Obviously the villain. Also, this is Star Wars because... Vader means father. So if you know anything outside of that, then you could predict the plot of the bad guy. Sure. Mm. Wow. I mean, I'm telling you, it's when you do, and we'll get there, listen, but when By we the do way, reveal that, guys, yeah, not only is this Star Wars, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith released five months before this. Mm. Somebody watched Star Wars. <laughs> And then goes, you know what would be a good Halloween movie? (laughs) That. Star Wars. Star Wars. Because Revenge of the Sith is when Luke and Leia are born and split up for the safety of... Tartwars. That's... Tartwars. I knew it came out in 2005. I was like, wait a minute. Revenge of the Twith. Okay, so now that we have that established, good to know. Yeah. yeah. They Than- saw Twitch is the book and we're like, hey, you know what would make Twitches better? Star Wars. That's right. Thantos is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's banging his dead brother's Sister-in-law. wife. Yeah. Yes. And when we cut back to the twins going to Cammy's house, we sort of catch up to where we are, which is they are now in Coventry. They step through the wardrobe into Narnia and then they finally meet Karsh and Ileana. Which are dad's pals. They're dad's pals. Aaron's pals. I love them. I I was mid on them to begin with, but by the end of the film, I fucking love them. I think they are hilarious. Yeah. I specifically think Ileana is hilarious. I love her. Uh, Karsh, I understand his character, and I understand why his dry sensibility is meant to be funny. I liked him toward the end. He had some really funny lines near the end of this movie. I think they had just a good yin and yang. They're They're perfect comedic relief. Yeah, I agree. This is when the two of them sort of introduce like, hey, you both are displaying your talents. You're ready to come of age and help save Coventry. Uh, Apollo, you have the gift of foresight. Artemis, you have the gift of knowledge. Here's exposition for who you are so you can make sense of your role in this film and in this story. Yep. And at this point, we see in another cutaway that darkness is now seeping back into 
the the real world as the twins step through a door back into uh cammy's closet that what wild effect do we have as that door just up into the sky and just <laughs> there are some very good graphics and as the darkness sort of seeps through the home it really likes to set plants on fire and paper on fire but nothing else i i do think it's important in this first scene where we establish the exposition we establish who they are mm-hmm. uh alex nopes the fuck out yeah she really she like says it. i don't need this i uh am not trying to replace my mom i am not looking for any of this i'm i'm out and cameron always the optimist is like she'll be okay she likes to run away i'll fix it and so she goes and basically hypes up alex and is like no we're in this together like we just met isn't this miraculous this is such a good thing like i'll support you basically and cameron's optimism about this new thing that they've discovered and how great it is sort of pulls alex in with her but we also hear from the pair when the girls leave uh iliana says like shouldn't we have told them they're marked for death and it's like uh i don't know maybe i'll figure it out yeah but i think that this is an important mirror to what we're going to see later later, which is like alex immediately was like no i'm i don't need this and cameron is super optimistic about it and and brings her back in which one would you be uh, Alex. Alex. Yeah, we get magic powers. Fuck yeah. Huh? No, no, no. Mo- Molly, you're, you're, the, you're flipping Cammy. them again. You're flipping now. them again. Cammy's the optimist. Alex is the pragmatic one. I would be Cammy. <laughs> I would be like magic powers. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I would be pragmatic. Alex. Yeah. Yeah, because this next scene, right, is when they're walking through the cow becomes real. What? <laughs> the I, cow doesn't become real. It has eyes because they're being watched. <laughs> It's, yeah, I so, don't remember that. So they go there's back a cow to, statue. There's a uh, cow statue in Cammy's house because, of course, there fucking is. And as the darkness is seeping through the house, the cow statue's eyes bloop, can become real and yeah. watches them. The cow like statue, like a Scooby Doo portrait. Thantos. Yeah, it's Thantos because the, yeah, the darkness has a face now. I re- in that scene, she's being really like funny and opt- like excited about yeah, her yeah, birthday yeah, yeah. party and also yeah. being a witch. And uh, Alex, Alex is yep. like not here for it and i wrote down wait no i wrote the right one this time i wrote team cammy <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice nailed it uh it's at this point that the darkness sort of takes over cammy's house sets certain parts of it to fire and cammy and Al- it's important that cammy and alex actually don't notice this they are hopping in a car to go travel to alex's house because now that alex has seen cammy's drawings cammy wants to see alex's writings to sort of catch up on the story that alex has told because it's true. The story that Alex has written down is, is apparently much like the images Cammy has drawn. They are representative of actual events. As they are driving, we had yet another cutaway back to Coventry where Thantos and Miranda are having a conversation where Miranda's like, I want to see my daughters. They're important. They'll just push back the darkness. And Thantos is like, well, they have to be here together. You know, I'll do what I can. I'll send my people to look for them in the real world. That's sort of the 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 cutaway we have in Coventry. He is manipulating Miranda. He's saying, don't go look for them yourselves. Maybe this is all a trap. It's very clearly like, no, don't get involved. Like I, I'm handling this, which is obviously, you know, number one bad guy. Yeah. 
So now Apollo backslash Cammy goes to Artemis backslash Alex's house. And this is when Apollo Cammy has the realization, much like Alex did earlier, that, oh, we have lived different lives. What do you think that would feel like to know that you had a twin that one grew up incredibly well off, mm-hmm. but two still has two parents? Mm. I think that to me is the bigger. Not only do you have all the money, you also have a family. Mm-hmm. And I have struggled and have faced adversity. I think it's important for those two characters. Yeah, I think that it ultimately like makes them who they are. And she's living at her friend's mm-hmm. house and like her friend, you know, her friends, her friend's mom is the one who's there. like, I yeah. just thought the money's one thing, but I think what's the hardest for Alex is when she goes to Cammy's house and meets both her parents who are like yeah. throwing her a big birthday party yeah. and the whole thing. I, yeah, I mean, obviously it would feel, I mean, I think, God, does it just feel terrible? But I actually really love this because I think a worse decom, and I think I don't have an example, but I can, I think that I've, we've talked about something like this. A worse decom would have given Cammy a single parent, and Cammy needs to have never faced adversity. That's correct. Like for her to be so optimistic. For her to be so positive, for her to be the character that she is, she needs to have never faced adversity. And Alex needs to have been the one that has triumphed over adversity. And I think a worse decom would have slipped in something that was adversity to Cameron. It would be, I mean, regardless, it would be very difficult, I think, on both sides to to go through that. I will say the joke that made me laugh here is when she's like, she's like, what do you think I would miss this? Where else would I be? And then Alex is like shopping Mm. and she goes, fair point. (laughs) I was like, this is what I realized. I liked her. It's, this is also when we get a funny line from, uh, from Ileana because Ileana and Karsh are still around sort of acting as that comic relief as the observers that they've been for years now for Alex and uh, Cammie. And Ileana walks through a brick wall to get into uh, Alex's house. And as she does, she's like, I'm not going back out. There's some 70s wallpaper that gave me visions that's going to scar me for life. And I was like, what's the implication there? Yeah. Did you see everything that wallpaper has seen? Because if so, wow. She's funny. I quite enjoy her. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Have they worn those clothes for 20 years? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, they've been to parties. They tell us they have. I hope so, because they only wear one outfit this they, whole show. Well, it's only a day, but that's true. It's the same outfit they were wearing when they hid them. Maybe they did that to be ceremonial. Perhaps. It is their birthday it's their ceremonial. It's the birthday robes. Yes. So this is also when Cammy and Alex learn their real names. They learn that their power aligns with the moon and the sun, because they're like, "I'm always up when the sun rises, and I'm always up when the moon is out." And they also figure out the powers of the darkness. The darkness swallows light and steals souls, which felt very Raya, Your soul is mine. Um, and this is when we, we have some, some testing of magical powers. We get another cutaway back to Coventry. At this point, the cutaways back to Coventry are just Thantos manipulating Miranda. Yeah. 
That's what we have repeatedly. Just sort of moving forward the timeline on both. Mm-hmm. I think the scene with uh, at the diner is important. Well, this is when they start testing their magical powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are trying to see if they can perform magic individually, together. How does that work? They Here's a very important distinction, and I'm curious. They want to make an object disappear. Yeah. A glass filled with uh, a soda. soda. Yeah. And... When I heard them say, we're going to make that glass disappear, I thought a John Cena situation. I thought it was going to oh, become you're invisible. you going to make it invisible, mm-hmm. not it actually go away. Right, right. Instead, they shattered the glass. I don't think it shattered. I think the glass went away. Oh, well, then the liquid left Splash. it with great force. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. It was held, and suddenly there was no glass, and the liquid fell uh, and splashed, and the ice splashed everywhere. Yeah. So it was it was interesting in this montage because we have to have a magic montage. Of course. I love a magic montage. Where they learn how to utilize their powers. Yeah. That's not actually why I think the diner scene's important. You think it's because of me the best friend meeting the new sister. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That so, is important. Okay. So we've established that each of them have a best friend. Um uh Cammy's best friend Beth is very similar to her on a surface level, very like into shopping and clearly has money and you know, it's who you'd think it would be. Alex's best friend Lucinda is a friend that seems more like an like a sister. Mm-hmm. Like she's literally living with her. Lucinda's little sister calls Alex sis at earlier in the day. Um, she says they've known each other their whole lives, and she seems to be in a similar state of wealth i guess because like she has a job they're at the diner that she works at and she's like alex i know you needed a job they're going to open applications yeah and what i think this is important is because uh alex is like infatuated with cammy at this point Mm -hmm. she's kind of brushing off the job thing even though earlier that was all she could talk about she's like they're doing lots of like twinsies like little like moments and lucinda feels very rejected but i actually think alex is a really good friend in this moment Mm. because she sees lucinda be rejected feel hurt feel left out um feel kind of put on the back burner and she puts her arm around her and she's like by the way cammy this is my best friend for my whole life she's basically a sister to me like she brings her back in yeah and then and invites her to Cammy's and invites party. her i would say and then cammy's throwing this big bash for her birthday and she's like oh then you gotta come like and yeah. i i think in in this book because i think this is important because later I have different things to say about mm. Alex and Lucinda, but in this moment, I think she's a really good friend. Yeah. Yeah. Magic montage occurs. We understand the friendship dynamic. And this is when ultimately back after, after the magic montage, there is a re-return back to Artemis's house or I'm sorry, Alex's house where darkness is now invading. Mm. And this is when things get real for the twins. Mm-hmm. Up until now, They've been ready to face this theoretical threat of the darkness, but have not seen it physically manifested or represented at all. Specifically, Cammy, who says something to the effect of like, let me see that. I'll show him what's what. And, you know, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions, we have the darkness show up immediately after. Yeah. And both of these, both of these girls are rightfully frightened. Having never seen it before, there's something very new to them, only been talked about, and they, they flee. Cammy nearly gets taken. They also forget they can do magic real quick. They really do. Well, I mean, they only just learned. I'm not not shocked. They also, I want to point out something about their magic. They just make up rhymes. Oh, yeah. And it works. The way magic works in this world is fucking crazy. What if I wasn't very good at rhyming stuff? Could I just not do magic? Correct. I, I did like... 
Although they don't always need to be rhymes because I liked that they have just learned they can do magic. Mm -hmm. And by learned, I mean they touched hands and the car fucking went ape shit. And so (laughs) they walked into Cameron's room. This is before. And she just looked at a drawer and went, open drawer. And then it just did. And I was like, how in your life has that not just happened? Like, yeah. Right. It just, it feels so like, oh, I've learned five seconds ago that I'm magic. And now I'm casting spells. Like, I get it. I'm a nerd. I just want a magic system to have rules. Yeah. Even as shitty as they are, Halloween Town's magic had rules. At least it being uh, rhyming is good, right? Like, if, if it's true, it's just like, you can do any spell as long as it rhymes. That's fine. But open drawer and it just did it was like wait no but listen i'd do i want to have trappa apart back i'm not sure (laughs) but i want something more than this so matt so by reaching into her heart's fire alex is able to once more open a door back to coventry and escape the darkness as they do um This is when we have sort of a, uh, not sort of, we have a shift Mm -hmm. where now Cammy wants nothing to do with this anymore. Yeah, because shit's real now. And this is the mirror that I really love. I actually really love this arc because we see that before there's any real challenge or adversity, Cam is all in and is bringing Alex along. And as soon as there is adversity, as soon as something real and hard is happening, Cam wants to run from it. Because, again, she's never faced that in her life. So I I really love the way they set this dichotomy up and they showed it. It, I thought it was simple, but but, uh, effective writing. And, you know, as an opposite side of that coin, we have Alex backslash Artemis at this point, who after seeing the adversity, but now knowing the consequence of not taking action, is invested and wants to move forward. Because in her life, to your point, Max, she is always like once she knows the stakes, she's willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting how we would just watch that flip flop. Love it. Love it. As you mentioned, love it. Love it. Love it. Cammy has a very funny moment with her dad. I really love her dad for the record. Yeah, her I think dad's her dad's good. amazing. Well, st- slapstick. He's, he's got yeah. some good yeah. lines and uh, she runs home and she's like, dad, I love you. I'm sorry. Like she like is very grateful for her dad after everything she's been through. And he, she runs away and he goes, I don't know if I've just been played or if that was one of those moments that makes parenting worthwhile. <laughs> 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 it made me laugh. At this point, Apollo backslash cammy is all in on her costume costume party for her 21st birthday yeah. Artem- is, she is ignoring the problem and hoping it goes away yes artemis I, I guess my read on artemis's section here is she because she leaves coventry she doesn't mm-hmm. stay for earning a period of time she goes back home to sort of work through the issue process that's that's my read i'm not sure if either of you had a different read on that but that i I think that she's feeling betrayed or let down or like when cameron came to her and was like we're in this together this is special this is important she went back and she joined her sister and now she is on the other side of that coin and cam betrayed her or or left her and i think she's feeling yeah rejected we watched this you know we watch this process and I think it's perfectly encapsulated by a conversation, really a confrontation 
that happens between Alex and Lucinda. Mm-hmm. This is when I think Alex is a bad friend mm-hmm. because they're celebrating her birthday uh, with Alex, Lucinda, Lucinda's little sister and mom, mom and little sister leave. And Alex is just like in a bummer mood. Mm-hmm. Fair. Her she's got, shit's happened. Today. Yeah, sure. She's upset. been a hard day. It's been a long day. And she says something like, I don't have anyone in the world or like she says, yeah. she expresses that she feels lonely and doesn't have anyone special because she lost her mom. She now has lost her twin. She met and Lucinda says that's like a tough thing to hear for someone that just made you a birthday cake. Yeah. And this is where Alex made me mad because obviously she was just venting and spoke yeah. out of turn and she didn't mean that. But that's not what she said. She doesn't say, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean, I just been a rough day. She just like kind of yells at Lucinda and then storms out. She doubles down. And it's like, come on. Yeah. But also I think it's real. Yeah. I think, I, I think shortly thereafter she would go and apologize. But I think in that moment, she's like, fuck you. Like I'm upset. I'm in my head. Like I think that if she was processing normally, she probably wouldn't have said to begin with, you know, instead what happens is she storms up to the bathroom and well, she at, goes to Lucinda's room first and, uh, then, and she that's only important because she goes to Lucinda's room first with the intent to go back to Coventry uh-huh. and she tries to open the door and it doesn't work and she opens it on Lucinda who's like well I'm gonna if we're not going to this fucking party yeah I'm gonna be in my room which then makes her go to the bathroom correct good call so after after Alex arrives in the bathroom, her main goal is to get to Coventry. Yeah. She has made the determination that she wants to help. She wants to defeat the darkness. Yeah. After a series of tries, is able to successfully transport herself back to Coventry, where she meets her mom. And we have the meeting between Miranda and Alex. And is in this moment where, is it a great heartfelt reunion? Absolutely. At the same time, Cammie's at her party. Yep. And... Dealing with the conflict of a knowing that there's something bad happening, b that she has stakes in it and she doesn't know how to how to necessarily work with it, so she's ignoring all of her guests, which is abnormal for her personality. We also have, and I don't, I don't remember seeing the payoff. Lucinda determines that she wants to apologize to Alex. Apologizes through the door. Alex is not there, and determines that she went to Waverly for the party, and she also goes as well. Yeah, eventually she's going to get to the party and talk to Cam. Yes. Yeah. She's going to talk to Cam and be like, Alex is like in Coventry, I think. In danger, maybe. Lucinda goes to the bathroom. She opens the door to find that Alex isn't there. Thinks she's gone away early and will end up going to the party and talking to uh, Cam. And this is when we actually, I think we get a really interesting parallel set of events. We have... On the one hand, what's happening with Alex and Miranda, because this is the first time Alex has had a a mother figure, right? Her previous mother figure has passed away off screen before the events of of this time. Cammie is telling to her adoptive mother, hey, here's all of the things that have been occurring. I've got a twin sister. I've got a mom. I've got, there's like, I'm going to unload all of this information on you. Once again, someone accepts it very quickly. Very fast. In, and to her credit, diagnoses Cammie's issue immediately. And that is, you're worried that I'm going to be mad that you're looking for your real mom. Like, let's let's just say, yes, yeah, she accepts it the crazy fast. Everybody's done it so far. 
but also diagnoses the heart of the problem. Well, I think if you have an adopted child, like that's a reality you probably know will happen at some point, minus the magic. Yeah. Minus, minus the magic. Minus the fantastical element. Yeah, but I assume if you adopt a kid, at some point your child will say yeah. like, who, who is know, what? Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I love, I, I was like, should I write this quote down? Like in a nice notebook? This is mm. a beautiful quote because the mom says... Um, like you can have love for both of us. She says, love is infinite and you can always make more when you need it. And oh, I was like, that's, that's a really sweet yeah. quote from a decom. Like I didn't expect to be like, oh. Yeah, that's sweet. Also, that is again crushing. When yeah. he's like, I'll talk to her. No. You, he has to do his hype speech. He's like hyping himself up. He's like, no, I, I could do it. I've read the books. I could do it. And then he does you prepared. There are this. two quick moments at this party that I thought were funny. The first one is from dad. Where he goes, what's that? A wardrobe malfunction? Which made me look up when the uh, Super Bowl oh, halftime sure. show thing was, was 2004. Okay. So oh. wardrobe malfunction gets entered into the zeitgeist yeah. one year before this. Interesting. Yep. So yeah. I was like, that's got to be around that time, yeah, yeah. right? Sure enough, it was. Uh, but the other moment that really made me laugh was Karsh's uh, oh, yeah. serving. And Dude, Beth, this. the best friend, goes up and it, she just has a chip and she's like, she like dips it and eats and then she dips it again and he just goes, why would you do that? You just double dip. Now you've ruined the whole bowl. And she's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I did love the He's double dip. so particular. Why like, would you I, do that? Why would you do that? The double dip, the chip. We missed this. We missed an earlier moment with Karsh, but you saying that reminded me of this in this moment mm -hmm. where after the twins have left Coventry for the second time and the door flies like. Oh, yeah. I remember this moment. Yeah. He goes, God, that never gets old. And Ileana goes, eh. and he goes, what? It gets old. She goes, You've done it at every party. <laughs> He's like, why, why didn't you tell why me? Like, tell he's me? so like I in also, his own thoughts about it. I also, I, we're going to keep going with the good Karsh moments mm -hmm. at this point in the magic montage, which I did love, by the way, because I course. thought it was snappy and it yeah. was, you know, we love a dance montage. We love them. Yeah. Magic montage. Yeah. Um, at some point, uh, Karsh gets turned into a gorilla. Oh, yeah. Since you wearing the gorilla it, suit. It, yeah. And, uh, Eliana calls him a monkey and he says like I'm a gorilla have some respect and she goes what am I Jane Goodall <laughs> I was like that's fun. this movie's funny yeah, like he says he's like by the color of my fur yeah like, you should know I'm a gorilla <laughs> and she's like oh, well, I'm not Jane Goodall I'm I'm willing to submit right now that I think these two are the best comic relief we've had in a decom they're pretty good they're funny yeah, I they're love good. her just kind of like Wah! attitude and his just deadpan yeah. response but I, I, I hate to rain on this parade. I'm going to tell you right now, I was reading some of the reviews for you who've read the books. Mm. That is not the dynamic at all in the uh, books. And I'm like, they don't, I don't care. I'm it sorry. works. They don't have C-3PO and R2-D2 in the book? No, they don't is have C-3PO and R2-D2. she r 2 Because I'm here to tell you, they're C-3PO and R2-D2. C-3PO. Correct. You are correct. C-3PO, human, cyborg, relations. C-3PO would 100% say, I... I'm a gorilla based on the color of my fur. And he'd be like, beep up. Wow. Beep up. Wow. Um, so sorry for this cutaway aside to all the great Karsh and Eliana moments. But now back to the task at hand. Cammy uh -huh. is where? At the party. Cammy's at the party. And 
Alex. Alex. Is in Coventry. in Coventry with her mom, Miranda. Yeah, it's almost like they're doing a dance of conversation. A dance of conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like Alex and her mother are doing a dance back and forth with conversation. And, you know, it's not the first Alex time I'm that sorry. Karen Holness has been a dancer. I'm sorry. A dance Sorry, of uh, conversation. Did you, did you pull a muscle with that stretch, or uh, like, I just want to... I, I'm still watching it happen. <laughs> Listen, she was a female dancer in Chicago. Okay, congratulations. Yes, did she have dances of conversation Wait. in that show too? And all that jazz. You guys are gonna kill me, but I'm saying the wrong mom. I mean the real mom because I can't keep the character straight. You mean biological mother? No, I mean. You mean Cammy's mom? Which mom do you mean, Molly? Do you mean the human, mom in the mythical human land? mom. They're both humans. Not fantastical mom. The one that's with dad. Yes, the one that's with dad at the party that's with Cammy. With Cammy. Yes. That one is doing a dance. Oh, a dance of conversation. Dance oh my conversation. god. I bet they both do dances now, of conversations, hold on, Molly. Molly, before we get into Armageddon, I want to hit you with another fun fact. At the party, there's a reason you might feel confused. Because <laughs> not from me. <laughs> yeah, not 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 from you. Because uh, Tia filled in for Tamara's character Cameron during the party scene. <laughs> so that's what they said. Yeah, she, she just, just did both. She just did both parts. Did they have to cover up her freckle? They must have. Because that's the main way I could tell them apart. Yeah. With not their names, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. So that's why you're confused. Not another contributing factor. <laughs> mom. Human mom. Yeah. Real world mom. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Emily, mom that lives on planet Earth. Emily. In our stratosphere, is <laughs> yes. played by Karen Holness. And she was a female dancer in the film Chicago. Love it. An Great. amazing movie. In the film Chicago. The film Chicago. Got it. Starring Renee Zellweger as Roxy Hart. Yes. Uh, Renee Zellweger, another one of her most notable roles, Bridget Jones Diary, True. where she plays the titular character. Beautiful writing. True. Love that movie. Don't love that they make lots of comments about how fat she is when she's like very not, but yeah, yeah. you know, Brought it was the times. The times. Um, but anyway, she has a, a little love triangle moment, and one of the characters is named Mark Darcy. He is played by Colin Firth, mm-hmm. who also notably played King George in The King's Speech, mm. where he had to learn how to overcome some, uh, I believe it was a stutter. Um, and he is uh, accompanied throughout that film by Lionel Logue, who is played by Jeffrey Rush, who uh, I believe most notably played Captain Barbosa mm. in the Pirates of the Caribbean series, which you probably know was produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. But you may not know that Jerry Bruckheimer appeared as himself in a short documentary called Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Frankie Goes to Hollywood uh, was about a young star um taking the journey to hollywood to uh be in their first cinematic film of course of something called frankie goes to hollywood would star frankie but how would you find it if i told you that frankie is the dog that plays little richard in armageddon Wow. wow there is a documentary about the dog being in Armageddon called Frankie Goes to Hollywood and all the cast is in the documentary. We gotta find it. We gotta, we find, gotta it. find it and watch it because Little Richard is a key part of 
1998's cinematic masterpiece sure. Armageddon. Yeah, he dodges a freaking asteroid, man. Thanks to Eddie Griffith, bike messenger. Mm-hmm. And almost as important as Little Richard is client number three. Obviously. Could you forget? Of How course. could you forget? How could you? Uh, played by Jim Ishida, who uh, was an administrator in one role of Arrested Development. Mm. Uh, Tony Hale, main character in Arrested Development, played Buster Bluth. But, you know, I think you two prefer Tony Hale's work as Forky in Toy Story 4. I don't. No oh boy. I know you both are big fans of Forky. It's actual trash. Uh, yeah, literal trash. He's an amazing character. Horrible. Okay, and nope. I know you're both very fond of him. Garbage. Nope. Um, almost as fond probably of, as Gabby Gabby, the creepy baby doll. She is yeah, better. Yeah, hate it. That's silly. Uh, she's voiced by hey, Christina Gabby. Hendricks, who Forky's played... the real villain. True. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Christina Hendricks plays Beth Boland in the TV series Good Girls, uh, where she is, uh, her partner in crime, one of them is Ruby, who's played by Retta, who to me will forever in my heart be Donna Meagle, who works in the Parks and Recreation Department of Pawnee, Indiana, where her unlikely best friend is April Ludgate, played by Aubrey Plaza, who also played Riley Johnson in a lovely, like, holiday, if you want a nice holiday, kind of cheesy, better than a Hallmark movie, but like a cheesy made for, I think, Hulu holiday film. It's called Happiest Season. Mm. Uh, There's a character named John in that movie, and he's played by Dan Levy, who, in my heart, will forever be David Rose from Schitt's Creek, uh, where he uh, shockingly ends up throwing a baby sprinkle for Jocelyn Schitt, uh, who is played by Jennifer Robertson, who in this movie is Ileana. There you go. We had to go through Shit's Creek. We had to go through. The minute I was like, that's Jocelyn Shit. I was like, well, that's one half. And I've been trying for a while to go through the dog. So nah, glad we go. could finally yeah, get that's, that's, that's a two for one combo. You've been Armageddon, the part of the show where Molly, by no one's urging, has found yet another way this decom can be tied to the smash hit Armageddon. Don't tell her to stop because she won't. Okay. This is when things begin to accelerate, so let's get to getting, shall we? We have, after Apollo has a conversation with Emily, so Cam, Cammy and Emily have that conversation about love being infinite, Apollo now recognizes that when she used to draw the darkness, there was a face in the darkness, and she has to go and discover what that face was. At the same time, back in Coventry, we now have Phantos meeting Miranda and Artemis, who are and, and, and who are now trying to be deceived by Phantos. That is his plan. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, you are here. As long as you are here, your sister is at risk. She is in danger of the darkness that he controls, so he would know. He then begins to send the darkness after Apollo on Earth. Her her uh, friends, quote unquote, at the party just think it's a party favor. They think, like, it's a par- they think it's a party spectacle with those fireworks. Mm-hmm. Also, I love that she's drawn this very creepy face as one of her drawings as a kid and her mom was like, Oh That's yeah, normal. you t- yeah you talk, and then puts it in the scrapbook. Yeah, and they go through the scrapbook, which has got like class photos and like metal, and it's like all these like nice normal things with the little stickers and everything in the scrapbook, and then it's just like cut to this pencil drawing of a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrifying, but with the darkness descending, and it's Thantos's face, by the way. Yeah, I, yeah, I should Thantos clarify, sure. it's like it's- just a beautiful portrait, very talented, like yeah. pointed out. As a six-year-old, when she drew that, very talented. The darkness descends on Apollo backslash Cammy. But who should appear to help save the day but our dynamic duo, yeah. Karsh and Eliana? 
And in doing so, they use their very bodies to shield Cammy from before, the darkness. Revealing they're a couple. Yeah, I did like the reveal. They kiss because Karsh is going to, you know, he's like, I'll head him off. And they kiss and, and uh, she's like, you're a couple? And she goes, off and on for the last decade 20 years. or 20 yeah. years or whatever. It was very funny. Mm-hmm. They have their souls stolen by the darkness. And just as Cammy is about to have her soul taken, Emily throws open the door dissipating the smoky darkness why i don't know why does it go away well you see molly at the end of this movie they explain that the reason it worked was because she had love harry potter this is why this movie is harry potter Ah. i i submit to you that the core of harry potter is that love triumphs over evil the whole reason harry's harry is because his mother died protecting him Mm -hmm. because love is the thing that harry has that voldemort does not and the minute i was like oh the love thing yeah Yeah, it's it's and it's specifically the mother's love yeah Mm -hmm. it's harry potter yeah it was star wars till now now it's harry now it's harry potter we do a quick a quick change Yeah. yeah in harry potter we cut back to Coventry, mm-hmm. where Thanto- Thantos strides out on a conveniently placed balcony and begins to speak down to Miranda and Artemis and begins to try to convince them that Apollo has been lost to the darkness. Mm-hmm. She is the one controlling it. But who should stride out from once again underneath this con- incredibly conveniently placed balcony? But... Cammy backslash Apollo herself saying, I arrived here five minutes before you because of reasons, and I revealed your evil plot, dickhead. Thantos doesn't even fight it at this point. He's like, You found me out, have he's like, you? All right. Mustache twirling evil that villain is moment. Inconvenient. <laughs> I wish you didn't do that. <laughs> boy, oh boy, would it have just been easier if you had shut up and not said that. I tried to make this not happen, but is that this didn't when work. they get his gloves? Well, no. Oh, mom, uh, mom wraps him in the in the drapes. First. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. CGI. Work. Yeah, she thrusts him into the chair, and then the drapes Longest wrap him. Drapes and ever. It takes longer than you'd expect it to. Uh, uh, so many it, drapes. They paid for <laughs> they, that effect, and they were getting they their money as much as they could. Yep. And then when he was wrapped up, they. Uh, yeah, the girls, for whatever reasons, are like, show me your hands. And it's, his and gloves I, f- were, were I, thrust I had hands. noticed <laughs> that he was always wearing gloves. Ah. And I just thought he was a germaphobe. Sure. But no, a regular, a regular Howie Mandel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just <laughs> Nux only. Yeah, Nux only, that's yeah, right. I thought this guy just loves uh, a glove. A deal or no deal. <laughs> he loves deal or no deal. Or he's the six-fingered man from uh, <laughs> Princess, Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bride. Uh, I just, in my brain, guys, this is the ADHD coming out because of the hour. I was like, he's just walking out with whatever Coventry's version of Purell is. Mm, that'd be and then funny. I was like, that was like, it's just called Cuntel. And I was like, that's not. No, that's it's Cuntel. <laughs> it's Cuntel. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> let it. Yeah, we just let that one lie. But then he has glowy yeah, symbols. He has like their the, symbols. The, the sun and moon glowy Because he symbols. tried to grab them and it didn't work. And they branded him forever like Home Alone. When they were babies? Yeah, when yeah. they were babies. Yeah, the animals. They were babies. Oh, now yeah. it's like Indiana Jones. Or Home Alone. Or both. Yeah, but in Indiana Jones, they brands the, like, symbol. Mm, on, true. And that's what I was thinking. Just like the McAllister M. Does he do an M? Yeah. It's almost time to watch Home Alone, guys. It, it is. is. Okay, so 
Thantos escapes from the bindings of the drapery. Well, it becomes a cloud, so. <sighs> Easy. Disappears. Easy. Kidnaps Miranda. Rude. And goes on a rampage in the local vicinity. Yeah. Descending the darkness upon Coventry. Yeah. As the beautiful windwork whips the hair of the Maori sisters, they begin discussing how they need to focus and repel the darkness. It is what they have been what they've been preordained prophesied to do and it's love everybody yeah this is where molly's harry potter reveal happens of the girl saying the reason the reason when mom walked in that it went away was because she came in with love and they, they start say, shouting you things shall they never love. know love or french oh no that's yeah i mean close though yeah they start shouting to each other People that they love. I thought this was nice. And this is when it's frozen because sure. they, of course, have to say my sister. Mm -hmm. That is how it ends. As you said, Molly. It's not. It, I thought this was nice. It was like my right. friends, yeah. my mom, like my and dad. One of, but um, Alex says her mom, too, which I thought was like tear mm. uh, for the one that was lost. Yeah. And it ends with them each saying my sister, my sister. And with that, with beautiful graphics. We get a uh, a blast of love energy, yeah, that cascades over <laughs> the a blast landscape. of love energy is also <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, Chewbacca got blasted with love energy. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Also, <laughs> it was energy. holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think love energy would be so It's <laughs> so much of it. <laughs> Luke. Or bleach everything. <laughs> well, it isn't, you know. It's acidic. Holy <laughs> shit. The amount of bleeping that is going to have to be a lot of, in this section. A lot of <laughs> everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> It's it's the fucking Buzz Lightyear meme. Of like, <laughs> you see the Woody where he's just... <laughs> God damn it! Okay, I got a private. I gotta go incognito mode real quick. <laughs> it's everywhere. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Before you move on, we we uh, I I have to mention that when Thantos comes over the balcony and he says some bullshit to the girls. They hit him with the uh, synchronized whatever loser I with, the, with the hand symbols. And I was thrust back to the 2000s. It was so Ugh. good. Let me just say to you. They have a lot of organized chanting. Twitches. Boom, twitches. Boom, boom. Loser, loser, double loser as if whatever. Get the picture. Duh. Nice. Yeah. Crushed. Brick, wall, waterfall. Boy, you think you know it all. You don't. I uh, do. Uh, so uh, poof uh, with the uh, attitude. Uh, uh, uh. You can't see it, but Alan and I danced. We did. Okay. So as the burst of love energy cascades over Coventry, they have saved everyone from the darkness. And in doing so, they have revived those whose souls have been lost to Thantos. They've saved everyone. And then they chant go twitches go twitches uh, go twitches uh, go twitches uh, uh twitches uh yeah 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 it really just stopped with go twitches i wanted to keep it going we then go back to present day earth it's the same day this is all happened on one day again it's very it's important same party we're still at the same party. party and it ends with apollo and artemis 
discussing their future plans here, either on Earth or back at Coventry. But it ends with the two of them together, now as Twitches forever. I'm sorry. I can't let you end there. For sure. Because we get Ileana and Karsh discussing what their plans are. Also true. Yes, important. Yeah. And whether or not they are going to acquire a home Uh on this plane or return to Coventry, to which Ileana says, but this dimension has chicken wings. Fair argument. Probably good enough reason it's dead. (laughs) To which Karsh says, but it's very expensive. And she goes, they're only 10 cents a wing on Wednesdays. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, that is that is a reason to to stay on Earth. I, well, I mean, they also can get a pool in their backyard. Well, they yeah, there's a question too. of whether they should have a pool. And Karsh finishes this by saying, "Can I just finish my cake?" <laughs> <laughs> and that wants his cake. And that, my cake. friends, is how we finish Twitches. I've got to know. How do you both feel about this movie? Seven. Six, Not, eight. Re- that was a six five. Yeah, I like, I like this movie. I think it's fun. I thought it's uh, a jaunt. It, it was well paced. I thought it was better than normal acting for yeah, a decom. I agree. I, again, there's some good crying in this movie. There was some good yes. crying. Yes. And good humor. Like I laughed a lot. Yeah. Between the twins and the, the protectors. And yeah. yeah. Ileana and Karsh are great. I thought they could have gone too far with the plot. Like that seems like a decom. They could have made seven extra plots and yeah. they didn't. No. Six, eight. Love it. Would watch again. I'm excited for Twitches 2. Same. Ooh. I hope they don't botch the sequel like Xenon. Talk it up. Um, yeah, let's not talk it up. Yeah, I, I hard agree. I think uh, there are things in this that are like too fast probably, and, and I think there's probably a Goldilocks. Yeah, but generally my- speaking, I really like the arc of showing these two sisters as a mirror to each other and uh, and just doubling down on like who they are. And, and yeah, I think it's funny and... I. It's a, it's good. It's a, there's a solid movie. Yeah. Uh, my only complaint is, as you mentioned, Max, there are parts of it that are too fast, which led to parts of it that are too slow to allow the movie to catch up to the runtime they want to hit. And, uh, that's all I really got. Other than that, it was pretty, pretty darn solid above average decom. I do want to read to you a review that is an enthusiastic review though. Okay. Wow. Now, much like the Jenny project and other movies that have been based on books, oh. uh, we have a lot of people who are very passionately against the film because it's changed a lot of yeah. what have what's occurred sure. understood this is not that review molly would be one of these people True. that would write an inflammatory absolutely about harry potter about goblet of fire for sure for sure yeah. i mean it makes no fucking sense <laughs> yeah you sound like a twitch's reviewer no you just i sound like a jenny project reviewer. <laughs> like, well we also have some twi- we have some twitch's reviewers here that are also the same of like I'm the saying one. at least this movie still makes fucking sense it does goblet it, of it, it does no it does, sense it does, if you don't does. have any book knowledge correct this movie rocked like no other. Oh, oh, bold claim. I think that this movie was brilliant. Sure, the ending was a bit cliche, and they changed it from the book. But what are you going to do, eh? They're Canadian. <laughs> also, Karsh and Ileana, totally perfect for each other. Agreed. They do say, opposites attract. But the whole thing about love being unlimited, that made me wrench. Don't know what that means. Wretch, probably. Throw up. This is a 12-year-old writing this. It kind of spoiled the movie. What? Emotions, because you're 12 and don't have emotions yet. Understood. There's a lot of exclamation points after the movie there. 
But it was still an excellent movie with awesome actors with a capital A. I would, for one, love to have magic powers and Karsh as my protector. Also, having Tia and Tamara Maori as Alex and Cameron, ingenious. Ingenious. Plus, the special effects are pretty cool, but it could have used a little bit more razzle-dazzle and a couple more spells from the movie. But it was definitely a much-watched film on the Disney Channel. Everyone who loves a bit of magic and sparkle should own this. Wow. Wow, I don't know that I need to pay I do. Go Twitches. Go Twitches. Go Twitches. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. That's the review. I'm glad they're enthusiastic. I wish they would like the really well-written line. Yeah. It's like the best written line in a decom. I'm just like so sad. There are so many in here that are just people absolutely dunking on it. If I may read for you a singular line from one of these that I, I I considered reading, but I just didn't want to be a Debbie Downer. This movie is so bad, I feel I can actually hear my daughter's brain melting. Wow. Oh. Whoa. Bold. They should Whoa. see an actual bad decom. Yeah, I was say, have you seen... Have you seen some of the... Have you seen the Jenny Project? Have you seen the Jenny Project? Have you watched Life is Rough, ma'am? Because it's rough. It's rough. Well, anyway, folks, that brings us to an end of Twitches. You know what we got next? I do. Are we excited? High school musical. Said we... That's the third one. We got to sing a song. We got to get our heads in the game. You're so right. You're so right. You're so right. Why did you just leave me fucking hanging? Wildcats. Hey there, Wildcat. It's too late. It's too late. Hey there, Wildcat. You know, I I realize I could never do it with the level of intensity and effort as Corbin Blue. Do it again. Do it again. again. Try it again. The time has passed. Just do it again. What team? Wildcats! What team? Wildcats! What team? Wildcats! Get your head in the game! Yeah! Crushed. Squeak it! Squeak it! <laughs> boop, boop, doop, doop, squeak it! Squeak it! That's the basketballs and the shoes. Yeah. yeah I think you crushed that, You're going to get a lot more of this next week. Yeah, you are. I Look, can't wait. I'm so I excited. cannot believe. I can't believe we're here. I cannot believe. Yeah, we're here. That's wild. I thought it would take longer. It took over a year. I thought it would take like four. <laughs> we've done 60. Yeah, we've done a lot of decoms. I can't wait. And, uh, spoiler alert, my rating is high. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, thank you so much for tuning in to Twitches. Please be sure to rate and review this podcast wherever it is you get your podcast. It really does help us out. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials. And if you want to t- talk about this episode or any of our episodes, be sure to join us on Discord. But until next time, friends, it's high school musical time next week, and we can't wait to see you there. All right, Wildcat. Get your head in the game. Get your head in the game. Twak to twu twaiter. What? Just remember, Molly, I'll leave room for high school musical two in your rating. That's a good point. That's a good point.